Chapter 19 Year 873 PXF Late Spring The next hearth's rest was just under a week away. As usual, Talon and Osman were ready for it. While this duel was not as magical as their one at the gala, it was still a spectacle, and, as always, started and ended at the Arnador Orphanage, as they truly performed it for them. The only surprise this time was that after almost three hours of dueling, stunts, and acts of whimsy all through the trellis market, as the course was on its return approach to the orphanage, there was Serena. Osman, intent on including her, even if just for a moment, pulled the fight towards where she sat, at a garden table of the most upscale tea parlor of Ellery Square, dressed to the nines in skirts, bodice, and corset, sipping a cup of afternoon tea. With superb accuracy, Osman allowed himself to be disarmed of one of his swords, sending it flying into the air. The sword arced high into the sky, on a perfect trajectory to embed itself vertically into the lovely display of tea cakes on Serena's table. It landed right on target with a twang into the table's wood, and perfectly skewered a lovely cake in the process. Serena dutifully played the noble lady, shocked by such a startling event, as Osman began a string of handsprings to retrieve his sword. However, before reaching his destination, Serena ripped off her skirts, revealing a tight-fitting pair of black leathers, claimed Osman's sword for herself, and drew a long dirk from her ankle. Both Osman and Talon drew up short, for once without a quick-witted response. Ah-ah-ah, uh, 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 boys! No one defiles my cakes, Serena announced with aplomb, and proceeded to duel the two of them at once. The children from the orphanage, who had already gathered to see the return of Osman and Talon, cheered with delight at this new development. Neither Osman nor Talon held back nearly as much as they anticipated they would need to against Serena's attack. She displayed both skill and improvisation levels that avowed extensive weapons training. After a prolonged finale in front of the orphanage, involving Osman and Talon battling more as a four-armed demon than two separate men, the duel ended in a three-way stalemate, as children and adults alike cheered at the performance. Talon, at first a bit miffed at Serena's intrusion, couldn't stay that way for long when he witnessed what he knew was a genuine show of emotion from his cousin. It happened after the duel had completed, when a young girl from the orphanage handed Serena a meticulously crafted and colored paper rose and asked, How do I become just like you when I grow up? Talon suspected much of Serena's interaction with them since the beginning had been part of a ploy, even her tipsy moment at the end of the night earlier in the week, but this moment with the little girl seemed an honest one. Perhaps her ties to the Corvermain heritage could be broken, just as his were, with a bit of guidance. Year 873 PXF Summer After the duel, Serena began appearing at the Sojourn's Rest more and more often, and over the next two months, the duo of Talon and Osman slowly grew into a trio. Serena opened up to Talon, becoming more relaxed and enjoyable company, and while she and Talon would never be the best of friends, they developed a playful yet cutting repartee and appreciation of each other. On the other hand, Osmond and her relationship escalated quickly. Soon, it was not the door to Talon's rooms she arrived at, but Osmond's. 
The first night Osmond and Serena went out without him was actually a welcome one for Talon. Since the fall, he had let many of his duties at the keep slide as he focused on regaining some semblance of a social life by spending time with Osmond. With the bit of respite and quiet his offices at the keep provided, it began to enter Talon's consciousness that the much-needed distraction Osmond brought to his life also had deafened him to any whispers of new fiendish intrusions into the realm or information regarding Riken. As he began to ponder that, his curiosity piqued at how something so important was so easily set aside, he was distracted by yet another urgent and overdue requisition request. Yet, strangely, Talon's mind somehow couldn't seem to find its way back to his concern. As weeks passed, Osmond and Serena spent more nights out in Arnador without him. While Talon sorely needed the recent focus on his position as Knight Captain, he had to admit, there was a bit of a sting when, as spring turned to summer, the trio's nights he could attend began getting cancelled so that Osmond could visit Serena at the estate by himself. As the heat of summer progressed, so did the heat between Osmond and Serena. If the noises Talon heard emanating from Osmond's room early in the morning and late at night were any indication. While Talon saw Osmond outside of work less and less, he focused on how lax he had allowed his skills and the skills and conditioning of the other guards in the Duke's personal regiment to become. By Talon's own rules, training for one meant training for all, which therefore included Osmond as well, and meant the extra time at the keep became time away from Serena. Year 873 PXF Late Summer In the last month before Serena's departure, Osmond confronted Talon. You're keeping us apart on purpose, aren't you? What? Talon, only partially hearing Osmond, asked as he perused an official scroll while standing behind his study's desk. All this extra training, keeping me here late into the evening half-exhausted, it's because you don't want Serena and I spending time together. Osman grabbed the top of the scroll. At least look at me, Kroldran! At the use of his ceremonial title, Talon gave Osman all his attention. Truly, I could care less about you and Serena. Have you looked at the others? Yes, you might be half-exhausted, but they are half-dead. Less than a year ago, you could have done the training, run to the estate on foot, and still performed for Serena in bed. As soon as he said it, Talon sorely wished he hadn't. And there it is, Osman spat back ruefully. I don't give two wet farts what you are into or not into, but don't hold it against me that I want to bed the woman I love. Then, Uldani emotions flaring, Osman stormed out of Talon's study. That next month, Talon hardly saw Osman outside training and rounds at the keep. He even took to staying at the estate instead of his room at the sojourn's rest. The next hearth's rest came and went, with Talon left waiting outside the orphanage for Osman and Serena to show up. Neither made an appearance. To avoid disappointing the children, Talon dueled with them in the streets and alleys of the trellis market instead. Finally. The morning of Serena's departure arrived and went, with no sign of Osman returning to the inn. Talon was left unsure if he would actually see his little brother ever again, until later that evening, when Talon heard the door to Osman's room open and shut. 
Knowing what that must mean, he walked down the hall and, after a soft rap, said through the closed door, I am here, whenever you are ready or need me. There was no response. Long after moonset, in the darkest hours of the night, Talon heard a light tap on his door. Upon opening it, Osman just fell into his arms, sobbing uncontrollably. She wouldn't stay, and even forbade me from following her, was all he could choke out. Talon held him tightly, knowing the pain of abandonment. Then, fully supporting his weight with his prodigious arms wrapped around him, whispered, There is no pain worse than heartbreak, little brother. Not on earth, nor in the heavens.